uh, yeah, challenges in maintaining old and making new friends. Um, so, Winnie, do you want to share share with us like your experiences, uh, like of how your friendships have changed um, after graduating? Uh, well, for university, um, I think I could maintain a lot of um, Hong Kong. Like since I'm I'm now like look in Hong Kong. Um, so I think I've been like pretty doing pretty well, like maintaining friends who are also from Hong Kong at university. But um, in terms of those from abroad, like even like Germany, um, Southern Malaysia, or in the UK, I think most of the time I'm just really trying to figure out times to like FaceTime, Zoom. Um, uh, or like just keeping in touch and through social media that's I think that's the most that we can do um, for mm -hmm. now but um, I remember last year I uh, my, my friend and my friend and I we invited like two of our UK friends to visit Hong Kong as well and that's pretty fun so if there's a bit of time and opportunity to like do some traveling like for them to come over, um, that is also a great way to maintain a friendship and just to like give them new exposures. Cause like, it's quite surprising that, um, well, not surprising, but like, I think it's great to let, like allow your friends to, you know, travel over the world from Europe to Hong Kong because like most of most of my um, European friends aren't that exposed to like the Asian part of the world. so. We'd be like, yeah, we'll take you. All, you we'll take you around when you come, and they'll be like really happy to do that. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty pretty thankful for like opportunities like that to really keep the connections with international friends um, through traveling. But the through, but like the pandemic right now is really hard to um, work mm -hmm. on that. But um, yeah, for now it's mostly social media, mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I totally relate because I graduated um, two years ago and like me and my like flatmates from university, um, yeah. they like we, because even even when we lived together, we, our schedules never really matched up where we could all, um, like the four of us could travel someplace during uh, like term breaks. So like mm -hmm. we decided to do a graduation trip and we actually like we spent months planning for it and we decided where to go, yeah. when to go. Um, like, cause like most of us had full-time jobs as well. So like, it was really hard. And, and just when we decided to, to go on the trip, like, mm -hmm. like COVID happened and we just couldn't make it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sad. We wanted to do graduation trips as well, but yeah i mean it's good that we have the travel bubble right now right like oh we, we might go to go thailand or singapore but um yeah but things are still quite uncertain, uncertain. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to do but yeah for now we're just we're just bare with it like you know go with the flow whatever comes we'll just you know go with the flow <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, you guys spoke a lot about maintaining current friendships because of, obviously, because everyone is um, in different places. But how did you go about making 
friends when you first went to a new place because there's always a transition period right. like, I always found that was the most uh, that was one of the most interesting parts of uh, meeting people so Winnie do you have any stories or thoughts on that yeah I think I've met a lot of my friends at university um yeah I'll be focusing my um um uh like sharing um, on university because like, I think that's the most interesting part of um, my journey through making friendships. <laughs> um, so <laughs> at university, I joined a lot of societies. It's like uh, work has like a range of societies that people can join. So um, um, during the society events, like um, taster sessions, like those are the sessions that introduces people to the societies, like to tell them what they're about and like have a taste of um, what they do um, in their and uh, regularly. Uh, so at those events, I think because most of the people there, they're also new to the society and they're new to the campus, new to the whole university life. So it'll be much easier to make friends there because of. <clears throat> Um, how people are just um, fresh, fresh off the boat <laughs> um, <laughs> and eager, everyone is really eager to make friends, right? So um, just to start off, reach out and like start off conversations with just anybody you meet and, and don't be afraid to talk um, and just, just ask, like just giving small talks is, um, I know that a lot of people might have anxiety through small talks, but um, it's just the the best way or like the most effective way to starting off a friendship, just to let people know who you are a bit and where you're from, um, why you're interested in joining the society or the university. And just all these small talks just really hit the things off, right? So um, yeah, um, that's what I did in university. And I think in high school, if there are no, like, if there are not as many societies to join, um, high school is really just to, like, whoever you sit, sit next to, because there's this, like, classroom setting where, like, people sit right next to each other, or, like, yeah. um, in Canada, there'd be, like, um, for me, there'd be, like, groups of, like, people in a circular table, and just to, again, just, um, just don't be afraid to talk to people and, just say whatever you have, even random things in your mind. Because I think the, the best way for me to make friends is just me being random for some reason. Because <laughs> if you're random to a person, yeah. then they'll be like, they'll be like, why are you saying that to me? But okay, yeah, I think that's that's pretty interesting. That's fun. So I think that's a great way to really start up a conversation and, and hit things off because people think you're just lighthearted and easy, easy to talk to, easygoing. What about you, Elaine? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I think yeah. it's it's sort of uh, sort of similar in that, like, I mm -hmm. actually most of my closer friends that I made in uni were actually um, people who weren't in my course. So right. I like I did meet most of them through sort of orientation or or societies but the funny thing is like we'd meet there and then we'd both leave <laughs> the society so like we relate was like oh yeah i wanted to join but then it's like it's like meh <laughs> so like, <laughs> let's just go that's true. and have our own fun so like 
because especially in the UK, the the pop culture is so strong that like yeah. like weekly meet like not even weekly, just monthly um gatherings like society gatherings were just literally like oh let's drink in a pub. That was that was pretty much it. Which is, I mean, I I can see why it's fun, but then it just wasn't really for me because like I、oh. like socializing, but just not. Not meeting new people in a place where it's dark and loud, and everyone's under the influence of alcohol. Because it's、yeah. like, to me, that's、Same. just yeah. Like, I, I would rather have that sort of fun after we get get to know each other better.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sound like I'm trying to go to like find dates, but really for friendships, I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but um. But yeah, I know it's just like I get you. right, right.、Um, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, especially I don't, I don't think. Well, I it's not that I want to shut this idea off, but um, like meeting people at like pubs or or um like clubs. Again, um, the first issue is that um the music is too loud and you can't really hear people clearly, and like everybody's there for different purposes, so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> you never know, like whether that person's purpose is the same as yours. Like it could be like platonic or romantic, or or、um, even like sexual, non-sexual, whatever. But、um, yeah, I think clubs and pubs aren't the most、um, ideal place to make friends with um, at. Um, but the, the the friends that I've been maintaining. Best is the friends that I've been living with.、Mm-hmm. So I've I've managed to live with more than three people in my second and for、uh, second and third year. So I think for anyone out there looking for、um, places to stay for university, like accommodations,、um, I think trying to try, trying to rally more than three people. So at my house, I I had I had six people in total. So that really gave me a good base of a friendship group to always like be able to lean back on whenever I have trouble and just to you know we have these regular house hangouts and just like watch a film at night on Friday nights and that's a great way to really、um, make friends like because we didn't know each other at first、mm-hmm. right so I think. Living with、um, different people and and with a good number of people is a great way to、um, make friends and also to maintain that friendship.、Mm. Yeah, that's one part of one aspect of、um, make、uh, making friends. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And also to not be too discouraged if, like, even after like trying to interact with them, that you don't get along because. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, like like you know, not everyone can get along.、Um, yeah, well, I mean, which is I think why definitely making new friends is easiest when you're in school or、um, like university because like the community itself is quite structured,、um, and also everyone's very like just I, I think you know just more open to meeting new people,、uh, yeah. um, like with that sort of mindset.、Um, But I think the struggle, really, for me, also, what I want to talk about today is like 
how to make new friends after you graduate. After you graduate, right. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I don't think I have a lot of experience on that for now because <laughs> it's like the pandemic. But okay, I'm, I, well, I think just really try to make time for Skype calls and even it doesn't have to be like catch-ups like catch-ups are the most common way to um maintain a friendship well it's just uh, i'm just gonna start with maintaining friendships through um skype calls or yeah social media um also like even games like current like there's a current trend of um people playing among us now like it's yes. yeah that's that's a great game so i've been playing i've been playing with different people online um for among us and there there's been like people from abroad as well so i think that's a great way to maintain a friendship through games um but in terms of like making new friends i think just being willing to know people through um other people as well so like you know, in Chinese, there's like friend that friend, right? Um, so yeah, um, some people are doing masters, so like they might be meeting new people from their master mm. courses. Um, so yeah, be willing to talk to them as well. Be like, oh, I'm friends with, for example, Jane. Um, but Jane told me that uh, she's met you at college. Um, with um, and and yeah, I, I we we've had like a mutual friend, so that's also a way to, you know build a connection with other people that you don't know if there's the barrier of really meeting people um, yourself so you can meet other people through your other friend right yeah I think definitely I've been more open recently also because like I even asked (laughs) some of my Christian friends who are quite active in joining church activities because I think um, because I also I think like a few months ago, I, I had like, um, I felt particularly lonely because just um, just coincidentally, all my friends like either in Hong Kong or abroad mm-hmm. were just like busy with either work or socializing with um, like their new friends or just other mm-hmm. uh, friendship circles. And mm-hmm. like, um, particularly my Christian friends, like, cause they, they join, um, they join like fellowships. They they have a lot of uh, Bible studies um, and just other sorts of gatherings. And I literally, I asked some of them. I asked them, "Can I join you guys?" But like, I'm not a Christian. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're they're completely they're yeah they're completely yeah, yeah. open group. So yeah, like definitely exactly yeah, just like ask. You never know who's open and who's not open. Like. There can be people who are who's like as anxious as you are. Like I've, I'd say I'm a pretty anxious people, but a person. But um, um, like being able to step, like take that step out of your comfort zone is is the one of the most um fulfilling achievement that you could have in life. Being able to step out, like take that move, and um, and you and that's uh, what I've been saying is that you never know who out there is willing to be open and who's not but if you if you're, if you're able to you know what um there's a phrase you put don't put all your nests 
plate. Let's yeah. Oh, see. don't put all your eggs in one all basket, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, Yung's at Mong is a, a a good method to reach out to people because you never know who's open and who's not. But the chances that people are open to making friends with you is quite high, I think, surprisingly. So, really, I think that's a. My advice would be Yung's at Mong. Make sure you're you're behaving in this socially acceptable way, but also try to <laughs> reach out and don't be afraid to talk to people because like people are most likely open to talking to you as well. So the reciprocation would be mm. also a um of a high likelihood. Yeah, I think yeah, that's what I believe. But it's oh, yeah, experimental yeah. right yeah yeah it like is. you you got to put yourself out there because like yeah. i think if you stay passive all the time then um like but yeah it, it's yeah it, it's a two-way street right so exactly yeah yeah how how about you guys jose and yeah, wing what, what are these <laughs> from the millennial generation yeah You've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, You're, you guys are more experienced than us. Oh, let Jose answer that he has more friends. So, <laughs> oh, that's not true. Um, that's not true. Um, I'm, personally, I'm actually pretty bad at maintaining friends. I would say, especially when like growing up, I my family moved to Vancouver, right? Mm. So like, like I kind of lost some friends. During the, during when I was like at school in Hong Kong, elementary school in Hong Kong, and then moved to like high school, and then like I, I don't know, I'm just like not very good at like, maintaining old friends. But in terms of how to make new friends, the friends that I have now, um, how did I meet them? I met a lot of them through like, for example, Wing. I met from like. MBA, and then there are some friends that I make new friends after uni. I met I met them like from uh, taking my master's degree. So like a lot of times it's like oh we um we go into a new setting we have like a common goal um and then we just sort of bond at that time and then we kind of like just maintain the friendship from there. Yeah, and a lot of times they would introduce you to. Their friends as well. So like, yeah, as you said, like friend, friend, like friend, long friend. Just now, I think that's like something that that that's like the strategy that I've been using since after uni, basically. Um, yeah, I'm not very good at making friends or maintaining friendships. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that like I, I still talk to Wing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think um. A lot of people might be concerned about um, tr making lots of friends, like like that. People might think that's a that's a way to go in life, but actually, I think the number of friends that you make is not important, but the depth that you go into in a friendship, really. So if you're if you're close with a certain person who you could just be that one anchor in your life, I think that's enough sometimes for me. Um, yeah. So sometimes if if you're just making friends, and they're all, you know, superficial, and you can't really do much with them, then, and it doesn't, and it might be impacting your life in certain ways that are negative, and and might be affecting your mental health. And I think it's a good 
reason to cut off friendships like that, but um, also remember that like the number of friends that you have is really not significant, but like Jose and Wayne, you guys have a really close friendship and bond, I, and I really would appreciate something like that, and I really admire in a relationship like that. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> That's, uh, I think that's this is good to hear all the thoughts because I, I mean, I think one of the reasons why it gets becomes harder to make friends is because your expectation of friendship evolves. So, you know, honestly, at the start when you were younger, and you mentioned, you really mentioned, hey, you have a lot of friends who you say hi to in the streets. Honestly, that used to give me a great feeling, um, mm -hmm. you know, as someone who wasn't that social, you know, in high school, at university, when you walk down the street to buy you know you go to the supermarket and you see like eight to ten people that you know in a supermarket i thought hey that was a cool thing right um at that time it was a cool thing for me now i'm like don't don't bother me right i just want to buy my stuff so i can go home so it kind of yeah. evolves a little bit um yeah. so i think that's one reason why it becomes harder uh, but this but the second thing and i think the more um uh, a more kind of constructive uh, thought is that uh you know as winnie and elaine both mentioned and and as well it's really about creating a collective group experience which you're going through together so at school it was because you had to you went through this academic and extracurricular challenge um, at work is because for example now i work in you know entrepreneurship we have common challenges that we can relate to each other uh, and then i guess you come out to to to, to whether it's events or whether it's actually some practical needs you need to meet people um, i think when you get older, it's becoming about creating that group experience yourself because sometimes it's not as easy as at school where you have societies and, um, you know, and, and, and even like, so in, you play sports, it's really easy to play sports at university mm -hmm. because you actually allocated a time for that. But whereas in, in, in working life or in family life, uh, actually carving out a time to justify going to play sports, it's, it becomes a little bit more challenging. Um, so I think a lot of the challenges actually is comes from the fact like that your time is, 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 is more, more scarce um, and there's just more things to deal with. So um, I think the, the, the most important thing Definitely. is to kind of make sure you have a healthy allocation uh, that, that I'm like, I'm going out now and this is, this is what I'm looking for. So you mentioned at the start, right? It's like I'm going out now and we're going to have fun with these guys and, you know, that's... Uh, that's um i think that's an important mindset to have definitely definitely i agree um i do have a question for winnie though because i know you do a lot of activities so you you know for for right. elaine and jose because winnie dance you dance you sing right. you have like a talent you go to like the legal stuff what do you think is the experience to. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is what do you think is the activity that actually allowed you to make the the closest friendships or bonds because you mentioned living together which i think we can all yeah. somewhat relate um but in terms of like uh, external or social activity what what's created the best experiences for you i think most of the times that um the friendships that i make becomes closer um are through projects so i do a lot of artistic performing arts projects um, I think usually those are the projects that I um, feel that my friendships are uh, more meaningful. And because the feeling of completing a certain show or um, 
being able to deliver a nice group work out to a good amount of audience and being able to complete a task like be it like a small or a significant one because we, we have shows ranging from small studio shows to shows that are being put out in the art center in the midlands so i think whatever that whatever the scale is i think every every single time after after finishing a show and knowing that oh we've done it together it's um everything's a collective thing that feeling is the is the, the most beautiful i think and the best way to really create that bond between you and other friends so i think um, even if it's not artistic, people go on basketball tournaments or um, boxing or um, debates. Even like it can it could be like academics, sports, entertainment, whatever. I think the friendships that you build after completing a project, a, a collective thing, is it could get really emotional, and that's when you start to feel like you're bonding with people and making a a good friendship with people yeah you have to go through the emotional roller coaster together multiple yeah. times really yeah kind of I think I, like, I e yeah even if you're a person who's doing a startup and, and you've gone through it for several years and you've reached a certain level of success in your career I think that's also some accomplishments that you've made um, that you've made with um, your teammates with Jose with Elaine and I think I think you guys would also feel like you have a good, you know, relationship. And yeah, that's that's one of the things that I think it's a good way to build a friendship. I hope, Elaine, you don't feel like you're a robot working for, uh, <laughs> for the venture, right? <laughs> <laughs> Elaine is uh, muted because uh, she's, uh, there's a vacuum cleaner in the background. <laughs> So I realized Friday is... And she's like just typing, no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like a robot. <laughs> uh, Friday is a uh, cleaning day at the new office, I just, uh, I just realized. I, I think that's interesting. I, I guess the same as you mentioned, uh, me and Jose, we went through that year and a half in, in Shanghai. Um, just, it was just a total unknown, I think, to both of us. Just, just uh, the whole setting and what we had to do or what was expected. And I think that created the experience for, like the things we talk about now, it's totally different to the things we talk about. Well, not totally, but somewhat different to what we talk about. <laughs> we're still, we're still, yeah, we're still, there's still some common grounds, but um, you know, at school it was like, that was the whole world. So we just talked about the yeah. people we know, the tasks, what we had to do. Now, obviously it's, it's a bit broader, there's family, there's, uh, yeah. there's, there's there's, there's the 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 the, uh, the venture. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's just it evolves, which is I think what makes maintaining friendship. There's the mode which we talk about, but there's also the the basis, the content of what we actually communicate. I think that evolves as well. So definitely. Yeah. Wing, actually, do you mind sharing with us when you are still working in other uh, big corporates back then? Mm. How did you make friends in an office setting, or you didn't really because you were like. You, as you mentioned before, you're like more the result-oriented, achievement-driven kind of type. So, like, did you? How did you bond with like people uh, in the new of like new job setting, for example? Can you share with us that? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question because I went, as you know, I went to uh, multiple um, 
geographies and offices because uh, yeah, my yeah. role was to rotate and, and meet these people and build a bond with them. Uh, I, I found it really hard at the start because um, like by nature, one of my roles was very, uh, people didn't like us because we were treated, they perceived us to be treated a little bit better than most other employees. So then you naturally face an uphill battle as soon as you join a new team. I think what I did was I think work-wise to build connections with someone, uh, you have to be decent and responsible and just respect the role that you're in because otherwise it does affect people around you. Uh, if you don't do that, I think no matter how great a person you are, you do hear people say that that's a great person. I like him or her, but they're just causing me so much trouble at work, which is you know, which is the premise of why we're here. So I think that's important. Um, and then secondly, I think I, I actually carve out like, or I, I kind of purposefully kind of split. I know that people that I will stay in touch after work or outside of work. Um, to be honest, I try to avoid having too much uh, work connections with those people, even within the same office. Um, because when you work with someone, there's bound to be conflict. Uh, it's, uh, especially the, the corporate nature is, is a lot, I always say, it's a lot about value claiming. Whereas if there's a pie and everyone is going to claim a piece of the pie, um, that's, that's your role, essentially. There's competition, uh, whether it's with external or a little bit like internally as well. So I do try and avoid being in situations where um, you're too involved or you're, you're a direct competitor with that person having said that i mean i remember in my grad program there was me and you know another guy in the in, in, in that went to the same team and he, he's basically the, the guy i pretty much still stay in touch with the only guy i still stay in touch with so i think it's personality as well if you see something yeah. bigger than just what's in front of you um you know i know the friendship is going to be much more than who gets the next promotion or or whatever the, the KPI is then. Uh, and I, I actually spend a lot less time thinking about how to maintain friends. So I, I know how I realize how every one of you touched on how you maintain friends. I think that for me, I think it's, it's more, I don't know if my friends like it, but it's more spontaneous. I think like Jose knows this, like sometimes I just give him a, a bunch of stuff and then sometimes I just go, um, you know, I just, he doesn't hear from me for like two or three months. But I, when, I, when I feel like connecting with this person, I'll just, I'll just call them or I'll just message them. So I don't think that's the best way to do it, but it's, it's, it's I guess it worked for me so far. So. Wing, I don't know if you want to share, but then do you remember we have a, we have a common friend, his strategy of keeping friendship is to maintain an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly speaking, I, I don't think that's a bad idea once because you do lose track of um, you do lose track of people. But I think doing it that way was 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 very interesting. I mean, I, I think I keep a mental spreadsheet. If you if you know what I mean. <laughs> do you what do you what, what do you think about that? Since you brought up the point, I I thought it was a bit extreme because um, it's really hard to define friendship on black and white sometimes. So like it's, there's 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 ought to be an um, emotional element to it. So it's not really just all the you know words to describe your friendship with other people. Elaine's yeah. saying that he should insert an emotional attachment, an emo emoji attachment to an Excel oh. file. You should yeah, people should do that if they're using Excel files. I guess how do you? That's an interesting question. How do you like? 
I don't know what the what the casual word is to say, but how do you aggregate your friends' kind of information and data? Like, I mean, do you classify it as these are my Warwick friends, these are my Sieb's friends? Like, is it by the experience or is it by like what they do now, or you know, or the status? Like, are they are they are they do they have kids or like? Right. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't intentionally categorize my friends, but I would definitely intuitively know that um know where i've met them from so um but when you've graduated or when you when all of your friends are out in the world and like you know escapes that university bubble then i think all of your friends are just friends to be honest um they're just there as your support system your um person to rely on or person to just if if you if you have friends abroad you would be like oh I've I'll, I'm planning to um travel to this place sometime in the future um and they'll be like yeah I could I could accommodate you so like a person to really reach out to when you you have like plans and stuff yeah actually I I think I'm I'm slightly different in that like I I subconsciously categorize my friends, but not in the sense that like I restrict them in any way. It's just I sort of yeah because because like they're all because they're all um, the way that they prefer to hang out there is quite different between them. So for me, it's like oh when I think when I feel like oh I want to go to karaoke or something, then there's like that batch of friends. Um, yeah, but then like I have other friends who don't like like to hang out via karaoke. So it's like I guess I categorize my friends in terms of like how they like to hang out and stuff or like who who like who is comfortable right. with hearing me vent and stuff um because mm-hmm. I, I feel like even some of my close friends they're just not great like I don't want to say they're not great listeners but it's just that they they just I think they feel pressurized to listen to me <laughs> right they're, they're like oh I want to help you solve it but I don't know what to say you know that sort of thing I get you. Yeah, I do have I do have like a karaoke bunch of friends, um, uh, a Korean barbecue bunch of friends, and like <laughs> or like musical bunch of friends. Yeah, I I do get what you mean. Like we have, like these are yeah. I think I think these are the categories that I would have in a friend and um friendships. But like in terms of like hanging out, like the activities that we do is is sort of the category that we would that I would, I might um, mm. categorize my friends in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the, one of the useful ways of why we, I guess why I would categorize friends is like you mentioned how you meet friends uh, or friends. So sometimes when you organize those kind of meet, meetups, you know kind of certain yeah. people would bond better. Uh, I think yeah. that's the only time when it really triggers me. I'm like, oh, if I, if I invite someone for dinner and especially now it's actually harder because of all this, of this hand drilling. Like, yeah. if you want to meet new people and there's only four of you, like, you're going to make sure that dynamic is not weird because otherwise you can't really get away for the whole, whole two hours. So <laughs> um, I think that that would be the one way why I would have this kind of mental map of, you know, the type of friends that, that you have. So, yeah, so, like, that's it for today. Um, hope you guys who are at home watching this uh, found this helpful um and yes stay safe and remember feeling lonely 
wherever you are, like no matter how many friends you have is a very, um, is very normal and you're definitely not alone and feeling lonely. Um, and remember these feelings are just temporary. So yeah, hope you guys stay safe both mentally and physically and see you again next week. Bye.